0: Cam Agusti's journey so far has been one of patience and consistency. As he's progressed, he's added detail and continued to produce. Coming up in Texas, his game turned heads and he wound up at Oklahoma. Earning Honorable Mention All-Big 12 and newcomer teams, he sought to expand his opportunities and his responsibilities. Two seasons, including All-ACC First Team honors this year at the University of Miami, Cam displayed his high-level athleticism, competitiveness, and shot creation. Now, down in Memphis, working with eyes on the pro level, Penny has seen what Cam has in the toolbox. He's got the talent and the desire for sure. Now is the crucial moment to maximize training time and lock in on strengths. What Cam has developed hasn't happened overnight, but his ability translates to success beyond what he's shown up to now. Next up, it's just another stage. Get to know Cam McGusty on the Two Cents podcast. Remember, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to get every episode of Two Cents as soon as they drop.
1: Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to my Two Cents podcast. I have a special guest, a guy that I'm getting really close with on the basketball court because I'm helping him train to get ready for the NBA, Cameron McGusty, What's up, Cam?
2: What's good? What's good? How y'all doing?
1: Appreciate you you coming on the show, man. It's great to have you. We're going to jump right in. Uh, Cam and I have been working out for probably three weeks now on the court. Uh, tell me how you feel after these first three weeks of us working out.
2: I felt like I learned a lot, um, definitely, you know, the mental side of the game, just, you know, getting some of the knowledge and wisdom, the footwork, cleaning up my footwork, you know, and just working on the stuff that I never really, you know, been taught to work on. You know, I've been playing on a lot of skill throughout my career. So being able to break that down, get my footwork right, um, my mental right, just knowing and knowing the coverages the bigs going to be in, calling off screens, the passes I got to make. Just, you know, all of the little stuff that you've been um, honing in on me with and helping me uh, grow.
1: Yeah, no, that says a lot because, you know, um, you're a great scorer. You scored at Miami. You averaged 18 points a game this year at Miami. And you were just – I can't say wrong because your coaches put you in position. You just had that mentality of a killer's mentality to just go get it. And it gets lost in the sauce of the fundamentals. So, I can't take – what you already know. Well, I can take what you already know and enhance it because your killer mentality, your scoring ability is who you are. What I can do is add the fundamentals, the knowledge, give you an extra step in a cheat code, kinda, so when you get to the next level, that you, everything that you see, you would not have seen for the first time, you would already have seen it.
2: Yeah, I think um, another good thing that you kinda mentioned to me when I first got here was you know not keeping me in a box. You know, Keep, like you said, adding little things. So mm-hmm. you know I'm prepared for whatever's throwing at me whenever I uh, get to the next level in this way. You know, it's multiple things I can do on the court that I can bring for my, uh, my team to help them win. Yeah,
1: see, you're a two-way player, so you're going to play the defensive side and you're going to play the offensive side. But then also on the offensive side, you're combo. So they can't just put you in the corner. We want you to be in pick and roll. We want you to be in zooms. We want you to be coasting screens, getting the ball, making the next decision. And uh, that's what we're working
2: on a lot as well. Yeah, I definitely think it's great for me because I know at the next level I'm going to have to uh, be able to hit open shots. Playmate, create for my teammates, and, you know, guard on the other end. So those are, you know, the big three areas that I feel like we've been um, growing a lot here in these last three weeks and continue to grow and get ready for the uh, summer league, combine, and hopefully the uh, NBA season come up in the fall.
1: Yeah, that's great. I think that, um you know, it had to start somewhere, starting in Houston, Texas, from Houston, Texas, and all of the coaches that you've had, come uh, that you've come across from AAU to high school to even at Oklahoma before you went to Miami, what have – has that path taught you coming from Houston, going to Oklahoma? Because a lot of people didn't know. I didn't, I didn't remember you at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, but going from Houston to Oklahoma, then from Oklahoma to Miami, what was, that? what was that like?
2: Man, going from Houston to Oklahoma was a great experience. You know, I had a great high school career, um, you know, finished top 50 player. Got to, um, you know, choose from a variety of schools, whether it was ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, you know, had all offers. But going to Oklahoma was a very humbling experience for me. You know, I had a great freshman year. It was all-conference, honorable mention, uh, all-freshman team. Uh, Led my team in scoring, was the best player on my team, for sure. Um, And then my sophomore year, we had got Trey Young, and, you know, that kind of put me in the corner a little bit. You know, he handles the ball a lot, makes a lot of decisions. And, you know, at the time, I was 19, so it really didn't sit with me right. Kind of messed me up in the head, but, you know, now that I'm older and reflecting on it, you know, it definitely shaped me. help me prepare for, you know, steps like this in my life where, you know, the next level when I first get into the door, I'm going to have to do something else to, um, you know, show my worth and get that chance. So, you know, I just uh, take that experience as a learning experience and, you know, going to Miami, the best decision I made, I kind of, you know, got to turn myself into a pro, not just on my own, but just from, you know, the stuff that Coach L knows, Coach Caputo knows, just them giving me the little mental notes and, you know, they really taught me how to be a pro, how to handle myself on and off the court, help me fix my habits every day, you know, lifestyle stuff. So it's just everything that they that they did for me, you know, it, it, it kind of helped me mold myself into a pro. So that young
1: Cam that was a freshman at Oklahoma,
2: now the older,
1: much more mature Cam at Miami, what do you say to a younger guy that's about to be a freshman that's going into a situation that's playing with a superstar like Trey Young was? Like, what do you say to him now when he's like, I'm going in to play with such and such?
2: Yeah, just, you know, be great at whatever your coach asks you to do. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you can get to the NBA without scoring. You can get to the NBA mm-hmm. without having 30 a game or you know, just being able to show that you can be a piece that can be dependent on, whether you're rebounding, whether you're defending, whether you're shooting the ball or playmaking, just being able to do what your coach asks of you and doing it to the best of your ability.
1: Yeah, how much did it fit because you could have went anywhere else after you left Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Yeah. You went to Miami. How much did it fit for your game play into you going to Miami?
2: A lot, and also, you know, back then when I transferred, we had to uh, sit out when you when you transfer. So I wanted to go somewhere where they established mm-hmm. and had a culture of you know bringing in guys in my similar situation. Because it's not like I transferred because of playing time or wasn't good enough to play. It was just more I needed a new situation, a new scenery. So you know, Miami's had, had success with transfers. Sheldon, McLe- uh, Sheldon, Matt um, played with the Wizards for a year. Ended up he got to the league. Um, like oh, Angel lead. Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, I- him. <sighs> I think it's some other Those are just two examples, but yeah, you, you see what I'm saying. They yeah, had absolutely. success with transfers that you know had good players, and I wanted to take advantage of the off year and my off year be able to actually get better, not just sit from the sidelines and watch. So you know, I felt like um, they had a good system in place, and um, like I said, had successful transfers and putting them in the league, helping them get to the next level. So it was a no-brainer to me. So
1: what are you talking about the work that you put in? What did you build on? What did you see your game go from your sophomore year? Right mm-hmm. into where you where you are now,
2: and you know my sophomore year and growing up, I always just been a pure scorer. Just like every coach I had, they always just told me, you know, put the ball in the basket, put the ball in the basket. Yeah. You know, I got to Miami, and they kind of broke that down and said, look, you're not 18 no more. You're not gonna go to the league just scoring. Like, you gonna have to bring something else, whether it's gonna be shooting rebounding, defending, like, look at your frame, look at all the size you got. You're going to mm-hmm. have to use that. You can't just keep it all in, so we're going to have to expand your game as a player. And, you know, I just took it head on. Also, another thing I tell young young dudes, you know, there's no shortcut. There's no handout. You got to run right through that door if you want to get to the next level. You know, all the shortcuts and the handouts, they'll catch up to you eventually. You know? Yeah, so, sure. Got to just run through that door, trust the process, you know, all the things that your peers and coaches are telling you take it in and, be serious about it.
1: Yeah, you got to be serious about it. Now, you just talked about your mindset uh when you are at Miami. Now, coming to this level, I'm sure it hadn't changed. Where is your mindset now going into this process of the NBA?
2: Yeah, just, um, you know, we've really been working, man, and it just goes to show, you know, if, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And it's just, you know, sticking with the right things, not getting comfortable. You know, a lot of people can get comfortable. You could say, oh, I'm going to the combine, or I'm going here, or, I got a team calling me. I think they're going to take me in the first or second round like I'm cool. But, like, that's just getting your foot in the door. That's just the start. It's a whole other journey, you know, once you get your foot in the door and you're actually in training camp, just like how it's another journey right right now. You know, I thought pre-draft was, okay, you just get your work in and then you're sitting around and waiting. Oh, this this is the real grind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, this is a chance for me to get better. And, you know, like I said, carrying all the stuff I'm learning now into summer league and, Um, training camp and to the season.
1: So are you willing to adjust your role based on the team? So if you go somewhere where they say, hey, look, we just need you to lock up and sprint to the corner right now, and then maybe later on we'll adjust your role and make you better. Are you willing to adjust to any team that says they want to draft you? If you go into a meeting and they say, all right, are you willing to adjust to any role? You've been scoring your whole life. You're this two-way player. We just want you to do this. Are you willing to do that?
2: Yes, sir. Anything. Whatever it takes to, like I say, uh, earn the coach's trust, get my foot in the door, and, you know, show the coaches and, you know, the general managers and the people making high decisions that I'm someone that can be relied on. And anytime you ask me to do something, whether it's scoring, defending, rebounding, uh, making plays, I-, I can do those things.
1: Yeah, so what do you – like you're going into these workouts. Say you're going to a workout with some other guys, your peers. They put you in a workout, and you're in these three-on-threes, two-on-twos. and all that. What do you want to show – not only the scouts, but what do you want to prove to yourself when you go into these workouts, if you gone going into these workouts with other guys?
2: Um, I just want to show that, you know, my age and my maturity is an advantage and not a disadvantage. I feel like, you know, from all the stuff I've heard, from all the stuff that I've done, you know, that's the only disadvantage I really have against my name. So I just want to show that I can turn that into an advantage and, you know, I could use that as a, I could be a good locker room guy or I could use that as a, I can help, you know, people on the bench. or I could be a, a leader, have vocal, mm-hmm. um, using my voice, um, using my, my experience and stuff to help young guys. So just using my experience and my journey to to an advantage opposed to a disadvantage.
1: Yeah, I look at that, man. When I was in the league, a veteran was 38 years old. I got coming out of college, could have went C, C, um, CBL, all these little bitty leagues, overseas for 12 years, and then still came back and made the league if he was good mm-hmm. enough. That's the unfortunate side of it right now where they're trying to label guys who aren't 17, 18 – I mean, I'm sorry, 18, 19, 20, and then you get up to 23, 24, 25, it's like, ah, uh, that's that's mind-boggling to me because you need leadership. You need guys coming in already ready. If you ask a veteran who they would take that's in the league, they want the guy that's 23, 24, 25 that's played three, four years that can help immediately not have to take them through, you know, all the bumps and bruises and learning through experience. So – It's Kind of wild to me, it really is. Um, when we look at that format of how they try to the guys go, okay, how old is he? And then they try to label you as this, but your talent should speak way louder than any of your your age could ever speak and your leadership. So, I'm saying to the to this generation of um general managers and owners uh, and presidents that we need to we need to really you know start thinking more about the older guys coming in and being able to change. Because you look at the rookies in the league that are older, that have spent three years or four years and they took a chance on them. I don't think any of those guys have let them down. I think they've come in right away ready to play. And right now you need to be ready to play when you first come in. So when you look at how Miami finished, I'll just go back to Miami. What do you think that you proved to people going through that stress that you guys just made did you think that you proved any of this stuff that you just said to the, like to the, to the guys that were looking? Uh, don't worry about my age. What did I show y'all in this stretch with the University of Miami?
2: Uh, I definitely did. You know, throughout my career, you know, getting to the tournament, winning in the tournament, that's something that I haven't really done. So just being able to show that I can, you know, we're talking about maturity and leadership. Like everybody knows I was you know, the old, one of the older guys on the team leading score. they knew I was a leader, I was the one out there directing people, helping my teammates out, being an extension of the coaching staff, so I think that was the most important thing, just showing that I can, one, win, and two, help my team win, be a leader, and set a, a, a foundation and a culture for not only, you know, the guys that I'm playing with, but the younger guys and the guys coming in, and the guys that are going to come in two, three years down the road.
1: Yeah, no, that's all big, so now we're going to shift this thing.
0: All right, let's take a break and talk about our good friends at Indeed. You know, the right draft pick can take your team to the playoffs and beyond. When you're scouting prospects, you need a powerful partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find a great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. And the best part about Indeed is they're innovative. What they're adding now are features that help you hire more efficiently, faster, and with the people you want. With virtual interviews, Indeed saves you time. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants. No need to install anything extra. Indeed's virtual interviews work from your browser. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And for fans of the Two Cents podcast, we got a deal for you. Sign up for Indeed now and get a $75 credit towards your first sponsored job, plus earn up to $500 extra in sponsored job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Visit Indeed.com slash penny to learn more. Claim your credits at Indeed.com slash penny. Indeed.com slash penny. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's also talk about the good folks at Ladder. You know, these days we're finding out the most important thing in life are experiences. Experiences with our loved ones and our family nothing like sitting on the couch and watching a game together or hitting the court for some friendly competition. And on that note, it makes sense why people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose ladder. Ladder is 100% digital, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, just answer a few questions about your health in an application. You just need a few minutes, a phone or laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out if you're instantly approved. No hidden fees. You can cancel anytime. You and get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. Ladder policies are issued by insurers with long, proven histories of pa- claims. They're rated A and A-plus by AM Best. Ladder customers rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and they made the Forbes Best Life Insurance 2021 list. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now is the time to cross it off your list. So go to ladderlife.com penny today to see if you're instantly approved. That's ladder, L-A-D-D-E-R, life.com penny, ladderlife.com penny. Get started today.
1: First time on my two cents podcast, so we're going to look at film and we're going to look at the synergy and talk about where your game was then in the college game, what can translate to the next level and what we need to do better and what we're working on compared to what we, what we see in the and uh, what you did in the uh, NCAA tournament this year at, at Miami. So now this is the part of the, uh, the ISO side of the ball. And we just talked about this. Uh, On the next level, you might not be able to do this. Mm -hmm. You might, unless a veteran passes you the ball with five seconds left and then go, okay, go get a bucket. They're not going to give you the ball early in the shot clock because they already have guys. So it's great that you're able to do this because sometimes veterans put you in a situation where you got to go. But on the next level, it's going to be more length. It's going to be a taller guy. And it's going to be a situation for you to show this a small percentage of the time. So, how you did this for for Miami on the next level. And what we're working on is not only that, but moving without it, playing pick and roll, running Zooms. But this is the best part of your game. This is what you show that you can do is score the basketball. So getting out on the break right now, you're going to have to run that court way oh, yeah. faster. John like Lewis. Yeah, you know, we talked about that. But we're working on that. We got to let everybody out there know. When that ball comes out the rim now, you're flying up the court because you understand that it's a due game now. So what are you seeing now as you're watching this?
2: Just me being low on that one. I kind of – how we've been talking about getting that hip – I mean, uh, a shoulder past the hip. I kind of got him and got my shoulder past his hip and was able to get to my little two-strong dribble pull-up. That's kind of, you know, what what I feel like is really good in my game.
1: You stayed really low right there and then got to a spot. All good stuff. So not only can you do this, and a lot of guys can't do that because you were one of the purest scorers in in college basketball was just getting the ball and getting the bucket for your team in multiple ways. Mm -hmm. Same thing, they had Jalen Wilson on you. They tried to put length on you. Did you see how many dribbles you took? You took a bunch of dribbles in that one spot. On the next level, it's going to have to be less dribbles and more attack. Mm-hmm. It will be easier for you, though, because in some aspect, because the floor, they can't play legal defense. So they're going to, the floor is going to be, mm-hmm. you're going to have shooters around you. So that's the level of the iso balls.
2: That little come at him like I'm going you know, to go to the push the him back, cup. go at him mm-hmm. real
1: full speed, and then push him back. Held the finish. It's just when you get into those situations now, the big is going to back up. He tried to stay up a little bit, but they're going to back up on the next level. And you're going to have that same shot, but from deeper. We can go back on that. What we worked on, too, is sometimes on the next level, this is just a catch and shoot. So see Jalen Wilson try to creep through the middle, mm-hmm. sit behind, yep. and then let him throw you that ball. I know, uh, what's my man uh, with the headband?
2: Duan Harris.
1: Harris was in the area, but you, uh, you sometimes you got to have that sit behind three. Mm-hmm. Like I said, all of this one-on-one is great to keep. Don't ever stop having it in your game. When you work, we work, we're going to give you the opportunity to work on that. But there's also areas that we're going to have to work on with the spotters. Like, if you look at this synergy, spot up with 19% of the time. That was the highest percentage. Uh, isolations were 13% of the time. So, you didn't really iso as much as you did spot up from the percentages. Mm-hmm. But getting out on the break, uh, running off flares, coming off double pin down.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's all stuff I added in my game in Miami, honestly. just you know That's the biggest thing they had told me when I got there. was just like, you're not going to be able to pat, pat, pat. Right, the whole game. You got to do stuff like this. Like that to kids shoot. and shoot now.
1: Mm-hmm. If you can do that at a high level, man, you're going to be very valuable, especially if you can go on the other end and lock up. Now, that was a back pedal. Go back. You made that shot. Now we're turning and running.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you kind of skip backwards on that shot instead of turning and running. So the relocation, you stayed in. You got out there, still made the shot because you were just, your confidence was so high. You was playing at a high level. But we've
2: even changed you backpedaling to just turning and running more. And it definitely helps with my feet work, getting my foot set, Mm -hmm. and getting me right into the motion of my shot.
1: Yep. So even like on that play, when you pass the ball, Mm -hmm. now we're getting you out of there faster and get to the corner so you can be ready to shoot so right now see how you jogging a little bit mm-hmm. that pass you would have sprinted to the corner and already been there now you can play out of the clothes out or whatever see how you just kind of up and just looking yep. really should have stayed in the corner for spacing
2: mm-hmm. that's stuff got to learn yeah you, you, we're learning that right <laughs> yep.
1: now because on the next level the main guy's gonna have the ball he doesn't want you running towards him he wants you away from him so two, so one guy can't play two The ability to take tough shots and make tough shots is key. You take tough shots and you make tough shots. Playing zone, kind of jogging a little bit, good hizzy and great attack move. Yeah, so basically we're just looking at the chart. Your highest percentage with spot ups, pick and roll ball handler. You gotta be able to play pick and roll on the next level to show that you're a combo guard. Mm-hmm. Gotta be able to make those reads. We're working on those reads right now. Today we got more work because we have more guys, but well, we got a lot of split action, we got a lot of zooms, we got a lot of, had some decision making, had some relocation, had some finishes, had some threes, getting some good work in. So when I look at this chart, spot ups might go from nineteen percent to on the next level. You know what I mean? 95%. Pick and roll ball, they might give you 5%. If you're showing practice that you can do it, they'll allow you to do it. Uh, Cutting without the ball might go from 15% to 40%, 30%, because they might tell you to cut sometimes. Okay, if he turns his head, cut. I think the best cutter in the game right now is Mikael Bridges at Phoenix. He really cuts, with moves without the ball. He'll spot up, and then he'll cut. Coming off screens, I don't know if they're going to have you coming off pin downs and things of that nature. Posting up, I don't know yet. If you could show them that in the summer league, they might allow you to do that. But I'm looking at this chart. Like you said, this chart definitely helped you get ready to where we are now. And then I'm just trying to add to what they've already given you and make all of those strengths. Go from weaknesses to strengths. And then you're ready for everything on that list that they're going to give you. And then it's going to be about plus minus. When you get on that court, it's not about making shots. You need to make shots. But it's about guarding your man, getting out on the break, moving without the ball, and being a leader. So... When I look at this whole entire gamut of how you played at Miami and how you scored, you scored multiple ways from looking at the percentages. And that's what you're going to have to be is well-rounded on that next level. You Really, you're going to have to be well-rounded. And uh, I have no doubt if we continue to work with your drive and your toughness and what you have, you're going to be successful on that next level. Every workout, you're going to kill it. They get you in the summer league, you're going to do your thing, and you're going to be what you need to be. You're going to be where you need to be. Anything else you want to add? Anybody, what would you say to a younger guy that's come going in a, that's thinking about coming out as a freshman but isn't fully ready yet? Would you tell him to come out and just play G League, or would you tell him to come, stay in and then just keep working on?
2: First work? of all, I mean, you know, the one thing you got to do, you got to chase the work. You can't chase the money. So, you know, NIL is around now because I know a lot of dudes want to go get their money, and, you know, everybody's in different situations. But, like I said, you just got to trust the process. You can't take shortcuts. You can't go around the door. You got to go right through it. And, you know, like I say, NIL is a good thing for kids now. You know, we have it. It's ways to you can still be on your feet and be comfortable. Not as comfortable as you would be, obviously, if you're in the league. But if you're in a position where I could go or I could stay, you're probably going to make some money with NIL. So Mm -hmm. take advantage of that and, you know, take those years to develop and, you know, really learn and do all the things you can to try to better yourself um, as a player and as a person because just as much as the on-court stuff matters, the off-the-court too, you know, taking care of yourself, hydrating, um, training room, weight room, all the little things matter because when you get to this level, you know, everybody's right here, and you got to have that what's going to separate you, like you were saying earlier, you know.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Cam Augustine.
2: Appreciate, Appreciate you, my guy. Yep.
1: My guy right here, Cam Augustine. Hey, another episode of My Two Cents Podcast. Take care. Peace.